Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PoliticWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is uh, Yvon Rie. Yvonne is a member of the German Bundestag for the Social Democrats since 2021. And before that, Yvonne was active in politics at the local level, amongst other things for the Municipal Council of Aachen, while also working in the field of science communication. And in this conversation, Yvonne shares her personal story and motivation for being in politics, what drives her. And we also talk about the role of luck, of trust and friendships in politics. And Yvonne shares her three tips for those who want to go into politics toward the end. I hope you enjoy this episode. So Yvonne, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. It's not very often that I get a chance to talk to a member of the German Bundestag. So I really appreciate the, the time that you're taking. And let's jump straight into it with a question on your motivation for being in politics. It's, I think, one question that I think when I'm talking to people who are in politics is always there is, when did you make that decision for yourself to go into politics? Has this been evolving over years? Has this been just evolving over months before the campaign? How was that like for you? It was not, it hasn't been a lifetime goal to become a member of parliament for me. My interest into politics, like it developed pretty early. I was born in Germany, but my parents came to Germany from South Korea to finish their studies here. So after a while, I think I was around 11 or 12, they got a letter that they should return to Korea and we should go with them. And that was like the first time that I realized that politics like influenced so many matters of life that I didn't really think about before, because as a child, you think it's a pretty natural progress that you live wherever you want to live and it's your own decision. So that was like an awakening and through this progress or the process to try to get to stay here, I got involved with a lot of politicians on the local level. So I kind of learned how the Green Party reacted to our problem or the Social Democrats, the Christian Democrats. So that was like the first time I got involved with politics. And that was the reason why I became a member of the youth organization of the Social Democratic Party, the Young Socialists, I think 17, 18 years. And from then on, it was just like a development. I was active in the youth organization. And then I got like a couple of more responsibilities in the <laughs> adult party. 
And then in 2013, I ran for the city council in Aachen for the Social Democratic Party. And then when um, I, the member of parliament of the Social Democratic Party in Aachen, who has been running so far, Ola Schmidt, announced that she would not run again in 2021, it was something of a thought process that I thought, oh, well, maybe I could well, maybe I want to do it and maybe I could do that. And oh, what do I have to need to do, like to do run for office? So that was like something that developed in my head for like the, I don't know, the last couple of years or something. And I was pretty lucky that it went that way because I announced that I wanted to run for office. And then the Social Democratic Party back then was at 13%. So everybody was like, well, okay, then run for office because you will never have a chance to get in to the parliament. So I didn't have any competition at all. So, so I ran and then I got in. And I think there are a lot of people who who are pretty mad at themselves that they didn't try to run themselves. So it was pretty. it was a pretty lucky coincidence that it happened that way. Yeah, and I guess lucky at that point. And and then also what I'm hearing is, but for a long while you've been in politics and you've been, you know, working and and, and contributing. And perhaps let's let me go back to that initial contact that you had. You know, the the first reason for getting in touch with those different parties that you described it sounds very. The politics for you was very personal and very concrete. Yes. But I think that's the way or that's the way for almost everybody who gets into politics. Like there's has always been something in your personal life or in a personal level that you get something or that you experience something that enrages you or that you don't understand that you want to change. And that's the reason or the motivation to get into politics. If you listen to a lot of politicians, they will always tell you that there has been like some kind of incident that they realized, oh, that's not the way I want things to work so I want to make a change and so I became a member of a party or of a political party or something like that I think most of the politicians get into politics because of personal reasons or personal experience might also be a reason then why people who are a bit disenfranchised or not seeing that as a as a way perhaps don't have that or don't see that link to their personal lives it could be <laughs> yeah yeah, perhaps another discussion, whole whole <laughs> other conversation. And and Yvonne, is it that then that what was it that you found encouraging about your first contact with politics? Because ultimately then you made the next step to say, I want to join that youth organization. And I imagine perhaps not for everyone who's got a first contact with politics, it's like that. What was it for you that was encouraging where you said, I want I wanna keep doing this? Well, like on a personal level, like what happened to my family seemed to be pretty unfair. Like on a legal level, it was fair. Like like everybody who, who comes to Germany to finish their studies have to leave on a point because that's the law right now or that has been the law back then. So on a legal level, it was everything was fine. But on a personal level, it seemed to be pretty harsh and unfair and there was no way around because the laws back then were pretty hard and strict it was not like it was not possible to migrate to germany on a legal level if you already if you've been on the in the country for another reason so it was pretty complicated and it was encouraging to see that there were a lot of politicians from 
different parties, like especially the Green Party and the Social Democratic Party, who were very, who were getting very involved. And they like seemed to share my feeling of getting treated unfairly. So they tried to get all, all kinds of ways how we could stay in the country. And there was very hands-on. I really, I was very impressed by that. And the final decision that I wanted to join the youth organization of the Social Democratic Party was that I met the member of parliament, Ola Schmidt, that I was talking about before at the street, like a couple of years later. Um, and she could remember like our case. And she asked me like how we were doing and everything was fine. And I just told her, yeah, it's fine because we can't stay in the country, but we have to go to like we have to prolong our visa every two years so it's pretty yeah well it's it's not an easy situation right now so she was like oh let me check with my office if there's a way around or if there's like new laws that apply to your situation and she just did that and that helped a lot and I was very impressed that she could remember like a little girl she met like years and years before and she uh, and and she was very very getting very involved even though, and that's something, I think that's a prejudice against politicians. I couldn't vote for her. My parents couldn't vote for her because we were we were not German citizens. So to see somebody, to see a German politician who, who got so involved for somebody who could not even give her, her their votes, it was it was very impressing for me. So that was something I think that was the, the last reason or the, the final impact on my decision to join the youth, uh, the young socialists. So that's pretty much what happened yeah yeah and so then it it sounds a little bit i'm not i'm not sure if this is the right word that for you she was a role model at least it sounds like yeah, she, was. Very, she was yeah can, yeah. can you say a little she bit more is, about that because, yeah yeah because i think i mean you always like like politicians, especially like members of parliament, especially members of Bundestag, who who were working in Berlin, like a lot of the that time, they seem to be so far away. So when I meet people on the street right now as a member of parliament myself, people always ask me, oh, are you here on vacation? Like, and, and then I have to try to tell them that, like, it's my constituency that I'm here, like, almost half of the time in every year. And that I'm living here and people always tend to think that politicians are always in Berlin. So to realize that that people or that politicians care about what's going on on a local level, to, to care that they care about every individual problem that they get that they either get that they get to know about or get informed about. It's a pretty cool feeling because you 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 are very surprised in a positive way. So that's something that I want to do because Ulla showed me how important it is that you just give the people the feedback that you're listening to their problems and that you really want to try to get find a solution. And I think that's more one of the most important things that politicians right now have to do, that they have to take care of the people in their constituency and that they have to talk to them and give them the feeling that they are listening. And I think that's that's the reason that I, or that's the thing that I learned from her. And I think even though she has been, the first time she was elected, it was in 1990. So it's over 30 years ago. And there are so many things that she did in her active life as politicians that I think are still relevant right now. So yeah, she is a pretty big role model. Yeah. 
And, and you're touching on something, you know, that that she's been in politics for 30 years. Perhaps that's the leeway into this other topic that for me was the motivation for starting this podcast, this question of you're going into politics and then perhaps you're there for years and years, even decades. And what what does that do to you? Everything that we know from the science of, you know, what the the impact of power is on us and so on. Now, you, you haven't been in the parliament for decades, <laughs> but is there already something that you're seeing of being in politics, possible potential effects that you see either for yourself or on others where politics may be changing people not necessarily to the worst but just in in it that this environment changes how you talk how you how you appear either in yourself or others is there anything there that you see I think there's one thing that is both, I think, positive and negative in the same time, at the same time, because you, you're getting a little bit number. And at first, it sounds pretty negative, because if you, you get numb about stuff that other people think very important, it can, like, be that you are not, you don't, like, that you're losing touch with people. But on the other hand, I realize that there are so many topics and so many issues going on, not just nationally but also internationally and you it's i think it's very important to to realize that it's not possible that one member of parliament can take on all the issues at once and to 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 solve them just on their own so it has always be you have it has to be a lot of teamwork because if you are alone and you have your standpoint you will never get through with anything that's the first thing and the other thing is to prioritize and to trust your colleagues because for example in the social democratic party group we have 204 members of parliament and every 206 and every one of us has their specialty like they are their field of interest or the field of politics that they are experts in and if i don't trust my colleagues to do their job and that they know what they are talking about if you always like try to read up on all the issues like 100 it, it will always affect your own work because it's not possible to do that it's like a day has 24 hours and it's it's not possible to be an expert in every field of politics so i think that's one of the things that you learn pretty early on but still it's always that if if people talk to me or write me a mail and it's something that it's an issue that doesn't have to be like doesn't have to do anything with my committee or with my fields of interest or anything then I am always like I will always forward it to my colleagues and they will always get back to them and I think that's one of the things that I learned that I can't like research everything and know everything the second thing that's the negative side of what I just told you about is you, you have to be or we have to be very very careful not to lose empathy and not to lose like the touch that you don't lose the perspective that people think that their own issue that their own problems are the most important things in the world and I think you shouldn't you should always try to not be dismissive of it because of course if you like put it in relations to other problems for example if somebody is telling you about They are high gas bill and you see how people are, or children, for example, are dying in the Ukraine 
of course, if you like putting it into relation like that, it doesn't seem that bad. But for that people person, it could be a very, very existential problem. So I think the most important thing is to don't not lose empathy and to be very, very empathetic if people are talking about their personal issues and not to tell people what's not possible. Like, because if you are in that business for too long, for decades, you tend to tell people, oh, we have been doing that for decades. Oh, we never try to change it. It will never work if you're doing doing it differently. To, to be open-minded and to keep being open-minded, I think that's one of the biggest challenges that you have in a politi- politician's life because it's so much more comfortable to just get always back on, well, that's the way we have been doing it and that's the only way we should be doing it. So it's a very tricky field of work because you have to learn to prioritize without losing empathy. So it's, it's I think it's one of the most hardest things to, to try to do. Yeah, sounds like a like a very very tricky balance to to strike. Also very challenging, I imagine, to show that empathy. I, I can imagine it costs costs energy, right, to and time to empathize with people in that way. Have you found anything that helps you achieve what you have just said? That time, space for empathy, empathy take on the perspectives of others, even though you know there are maybe other issues that you should be focusing on. Anything you found that helps you with that? I think what's helping me personally is that in the party group of the Social Democratic Party in the Bundestag, there are like 104 of the 206 members of parliament are new members of parliament who haven't been in the parliament before. So there's a bit of a cultural change. So if more experienced colleagues tell us, well, that's not possible. We already tried that like decades ago and we experienced that it's not possible to change anything. There are more people who are on your side who say, well, let's just try it again. Like if it, if it has been like decades ago, maybe now it's a little bit different and maybe now we can still try it and maybe we can get like a different move on it or we can try to communicate it differently and I think the most important thing is the last thing that I said that a lot of us especially the new members in the party group are willing to try something different in the fields of communication because there has been this perception that politicians should not make mistakes and that they should know everything and do everything perfectly and it it puts a lot of pressure on us but it's also something that is not realistic because everybody knows that we will do make mistakes and there will be I don't know there will be decisions made that maybe in hindsight are were not the perfect decisions and a lot of us are more active at social media we are more used to communicate mistakes and to, to tell people some kind of the truth I don't really know if it's possible to to get on the bottom of the truth in politics but we try to be as truthful as possible to tell people why we decided to do something or if we think that something is a compromise and we are not that happy with it and we try to be as as honest as possible and I think that's something that's changing too and it's helping that there are a lot more people who are willing to take the risk to try something differently. That's that's what my realization is. And the other thing is, there is always this question that people ask politicians, oh, is it possible to have friendships in politics? And it's always a very tricky question. But I think right now in my generation of politicians, 
it's totally necessary to have friendships and to have people who you can trust, you understand your field of work, who know exactly the hardship that you endure and still that you can trust without always thinking about being in, to, in competition with those people. So I think there is a different mindset going on and I really hope that we will keep that mindset because right now it's pretty easy to do that. I'm I'm looking forward to see how we will have developed in I don't know, in four years, in eight years. And if we are still able to do what we are doing right now to, to work together and to be in solidarity with each other. But I think that's that's the key to to change stuff. Yeah, that sounds very encouraging to have that and, and, and to, to have that trust in, in what I think often people, myself included, would consider an environment where it's not easy to, to trust others. So yeah, encouraging to hear and also curious how, how that develops for you. What's perhaps going to, if you're thinking about people who are considering going into politics, perhaps they've made a step into a youth organization of a party, perhaps they want to get take the next step, perhaps run for office. Mm, any tips and tricks, any best practices you want, anything that you think, hey, this is really crucial, this is at least what I learned, and this is perhaps a question to think about or perhaps something to do or not do when when you're taking the next step in, in responsibility? I think it's the balance between not overthinking it because overthinking it will not make you able to, to make a decision whether you will run or not run for office. But at the same time, I think it is very important to, to realize what kind of responsibility comes along with the office because a lot of people think that they are office hours as a politician, but it's not that easy. And it will always put a strain on personal relationships, whether it will be a partner or, or your parents or even friends who are not that active in politics. So um, to just to know, is it really something that I'm willing to to sacrifice a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of tears and whatever into it. I think that's very important to, to, to ask yourself and to ask maybe very close friends and family if they think that you you are able to do that what, what it takes to run for office and to do your best when you when you got into office. But I think at the end, you will only know if you really try to do it. So don't overthink it, but make yourself realize in a realistic way, if you are up to doing whatever it takes and all the consequences that come with it, because it's not an easy job, not on a local level, but also not on a national level. And on a local level, I think the most important thing is to know that it's an honorary job. So you have to do it on top of your regular job. So I would really say that local, like local politics are much more challenged to deal with it than what I'm doing right now because I don't have anything else to do. It's my main job and I have so much support from my office and from my from from everybody around me. The other thing is if to always speak up. If you really think that you want to run for office, don't be intimidated because somebody else is talking about running for office. If you want to do it, just do it. And if you if you are a struggling with a decision just because you might have competition you might want to think about if you really want to do it because you will have competition all the way up to whatever you want to do and even if you got into office it's always a struggle and it's always a fight to get your point and your positions through so 
you have to you have to be able to to fight for yourself and to stand up for yourself so i think those are the things that are most important and if you decide to run and if you got into office always like build strong networks like always connect with people who are in a similar position who are new and in the candidacy or in the office kind of field and and just like connect with those people and to share experiences, share grievances. Like, I think that's the most important things, like three things. Don't overthink it, but make, your, make, make sure that you know what you're getting into. Always speak up and stand up for yourself and then start building networks and connect with other people. And I think those three things are the most important things if you really want to take on more responsibility in politics. Thank, thank you, Yvonne. Perhaps one last question. I was really struck by something that I saw that you wrote, I think on, the, on your website, it was, uh, I think, pa partly also your motivation for being in politics, that a lot of people are talking about politics in terms of that's unfair, whatever mm -hmm. the topic is, if it's pensions, if it's something else. And that ideally you would like to work so that at some point we don't hear this as often. This is unfair. What is a word or a sentence even, and I might be putting you on the spot here, <laughs> sorry about that, is like, what would you like people to say more often about politics or say more often to you when they meet you, perhaps on the street? Well, <laughs> of course, I myself like to hear when people are grateful or thankful and they think that it's a great thing that we did in Berlin. But I think it's It's pretty much like the Obama quote, yes, we can. And just to say we can do it because in Germany, we always like we tend to concentrate or focus on things that we can't do and that's not possible to do. And I think it would be much more healthy uh, to focus on things that we can do and that we could try to do together, because I think just to like lean back and to expect people, other people to deal with all those challenges that we, have, we are having in, in society and in, in our country right now. It's not the way it's working. So I would rather like to hear from people who would like to take, like to be hands-on, try to change stuff and just like the optimistic view that we can do it. I think that's something that we need to focus on more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That would that would be really be refreshing. Yvonne, anything else that you would like to add to the conversation? No, but it was very fun like to reflect on all the things. So thank you very much for having me on the podcast. And I'm very, very looking forward to, to what people have to say about it or what other politicians say about that on your podcast. So I, I think it's it, it has been a pretty good time to self-reflect. So thank you so much for that opportunity. Yeah, sure. And thank you for taking the time. Very much appreciated, Yvonne. Thank you. Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time. Mm -hmm.